podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love teenagers. I'm Danny. I love teenagers. I'm Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and we are watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jacob, what do we watch this week? Justice League versus those beloved Teenager Titans. <laughs> Ooh, those sexy teen mm, Titans. Teenagers Titans. Those almost legal <laughs> teen Titans. <laughs> barely legal superheroes. <laughs> no, not barely legal. They are fully illegal, I think. This movie came out a couple years ago. Okay. They're now legal they're, now. Now they're barely legal. <laughs> so it's fine for me to retroactively be horny. <laughs> uh, we watched Justice League versus... You you pretty much got the the title this week. You yeah, I fudged it, but you yeah, it, but you did it intentionally. You yeah, knew, you Justice knew League name. versus Teen Titans. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. Teen Titans. Yeah. Teen Titans is just the Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Teen Titans. Okay, that's a, it's a weird. That seems like a mistranslate. Justice League versus Teen Titans, <laughs> like the. I want the. What would you name this movie? What would I name this movie? Yeah, uh, Starfire the Milf Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> it's another bad dad movie really like yeah. the, the background of this is batman bad dad yeah and then we're following the son dealing with his bad dad the batman bad dad saga yes this follows in the line like batman and son batman versus Robin, yeah. batman bad blood this i would call it uh batman bad dad versus starfire goodmill <laughs> um I don't think she's a mom. She's not, but that's clearly how they drew her. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like she's she's probably like thirty or something yeah. in this. And she's just she's got authoritarian thighs. Like she's she's drawn like way too like sexually and yeah, that, aggressive. That one like montage where everyone is like changing into their, their costume. The Sailor Moon thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they never did anything close to no. that anywhere else in the movie. It just no. did not fit in with the rest they of the They don't movie. do it in Teen Titans, in yeah. the show with Starfire. It it makes a little bit of sense with Starfire, but yeah. then they like do it with Cyborg and like yeah. Robin. It's like, right. what the fuck is... And they do it with Beast Boy, and it's like he's just turning into an animal. Yeah. He's not changing clothes or anything. But with her, they had her like just magically change into like a bikini, and then this... Yeah. Like, Tiny, the smallest miniskirt in the world just like grows. Yeah, that over it's that. really creepy. Like they spend a lot of time, like they like show the miniskirt from the ass angle yeah. too. It's like an inch from being an upskirt, and like yeah. yeah, it's just extremely horny for Starfire. I mean, it's not even it's beyond an up because there is no skirt. There's no skirt for it to be an upskirt. It, right. It's a yeah. I don't know how I would just yeah. It's a it's slightly bigger than like a bikini bottom, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, I don't know what it what it's called. It's just it's like a belt. It's not yeah. even like a, really a skirt. Yeah, it's a large belt. <laughs> so if if you're wearing extra things, it's a very chaste belt. Yeah. But as a skirt, it's not very <laughs> doesn't cover much. Right. So this uh th- this follows the just it starts off with the Justice League battling the the Legion of Doom. Right. Lex Luthor at the Master. unveiling of their of their new the Hall of Justice, yeah, which I would argue should be a little more secret. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have the opening in public and put it in a major like, oh, let's put this beacon for supervillain attacks in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> what kind of idiot are you? But I think it's it's I don't know. You wouldn't think 
obviously I'm wrong because it starts off with with the supervillains attacking. Yeah, I would have thought if I was in this universe, why would supervillains go to attack it? That would be like a bunch of criminals trying to attack to, to rob the police station. Sure, I guess that kind of yeah that that also makes sense, but. I also I maybe you're right because now what tactical advantage do you get from destroying the Hall of Justice? Because I I don't understand why the building exists. <laughs> they don't, they don't do anything in there. There's like one room that's it's like a Buffalo Wild Wings, but all the screens have crime on them. Yeah, and so they flip between the crimes. The Buffalo Crime Wings. Yes, yeah, and they just they decide which <laughs> crime is worth stopping. Yeah. And then they go, but it's just a couple TVs and then like one million square feet of places for people to hang out. Yeah. It's like a college dorm for cops. That's the problem with the, the whole concept of the Justice League is they're 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 all fighting like totally different levels of crime yeah. on their own. Like Superman is dealing with like interplanetary threats mm-hmm. and Batman's mostly dealing with like muggers and rapists. Yeah. And so that's his normal thing. If he's here and like all these people are just getting mugged. Gotham's going wild. Right, right. It's it's a l- it's like if you put a high school player on LeBron James team. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not helping either of them. Yes, both of their time is being worse. wasted. Yes, because the high school kids just if he's smart, he's just gonna let LeBron do everything. Right. So he's not getting better, and LeBron's just like this kid can't shoot for shit. He sucks ass. He's just I'm, getting in my way. Yeah. What, what is he doing here? Yeah, that's a great. Wait, it, uh, that's a great analogy. It, right, they're not. So, what's this stupid building for? Is what and why? <laughs> they need a place to sit around a table at. Yeah, they, it is basically a, the the hall of one table. Yeah, and they and and the Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. room. The Buffalo Wild Wings got angry at them. Crime for, table. For, yeah, the Buffalo Wild Wings said, "You can't just sit here and not buy anything." You ke- we <laughs> keep getting attacked by supervillains on on Sunday. That's yeah. our biggest business day. You can't keep doing this. You, you got to buy something <laughs> or you got to get your own table. Batman's the only one who eats. Yeah. I don't know what do you want from us. Yeah, we're all just you can't just all get waters and Batman <laughs> gets, <laughs> gets swing. <laughs> I do they does Superman eat? I feel like I've never seen Superman eat. I, I think he's got yeah he's got to eat. Does he have to eat or does he do it as a cover? I think he has to eat. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. See, you're pretty sure, but I don't think any of us know the answer to this. I feel like he must have eaten at some point. He's like the Flash is basically human. Batman's basically human. Wonder Woman is not, but I feel like she I feel like she eats. Yeah. Superman's from a totally different plant. He gets his power from this. He's like a plant. He's like a plant that beats people up. But he's still got like a butt and stuff. He's got a poop. He's pooping sun. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the sun shines out of his ass. That's, <laughs> that's how he was designed. We know Cyborg eats in this movie because they, they called that out. Batman asks him, why are you eating pizza? Where does the pizza go if you don't have a stomach? Yeah. And he just says, you don't want to know. Right. So he does it for fun. He yeah. does it because he wants to be reminded of his humanity. I guess so, but now I really want to know <laughs> where the pizza goes. It was a smoking gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's like like a Keurig where you just he has like a, a empty tray where mm-hmm. all of the pizza goes, and he pulls it out and dumps it in the trash. Yeah, I I feel like saying you don't want to know though. Like the, the I feel like the most obvious gross answer would just be, oh, I poop it out. Yeah, and so it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's worse than shit. So, but like, what what could be worse than shit? I feel like any kind of robotic thing is going to be better. Maybe he doesn't have. Maybe he has a stomach, but he doesn't have a butt. So he it's like that South Park episode, and he craps it out his mouth. Yeah. Maybe he's just bulimic. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's like, oh man, my mental health's in shambles. You don't want to know. You don't know me like that. Is I'm that not going to burden you with my like eating disorder. Flipping through these magazines, like, oh, look at all those sexy thin robots. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at the MacBook Air, <laughs> like, oh, I look like shit. <laughs> so bulky. Like that. I don't have any cloud <laughs> cloud storage. I'll never be like Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Alone on the moon. <laughs> I've never seen Wally. I think that's what I, that's the general idea I get from conversations. I went to uh, do see Wally with a, a friend of mine, my friend Matt Crockett. And have I told you this story? Matt Crockett. Yeah. No. He, uh, <laughs> we we thought it'd be fun to to go see a movie that nobody's going to dress up for in costume. And so we, we, put on, <laughs> we put on robot costumes. <laughs> we went to see Wally at like. 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. That's really funny. <laughs> you just got up to shenanigans yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I, I've, I've not known you to do any shenanigans <laughs> since I've known you. You want to do some shenanigans? Yeah, let's go to shenanigans. What kind of shenanigans should we get into? I mean, okay, so now I'm trying... You, I like this idea of going dressed up to a movie no one else is going to dress up to. Mm-hmm. Now, Us just came out. Ooh, and should I'm we go in blackface. I'm right, I'm trying to figure out a way to go as a character that's not as <laughs> as fucked up. But you're, it'd be a little too on brand for the Virginia comic to show up to us <laughs> in blackface. Look, it's part of our culture. <laughs> Heritage, not hate. You, you can't take that away from us. <laughs> When I see a, uh, a a black person who's not from Virginia, I'm like, hey, that is our thing. We're, what? <laughs> We're the ones who put on black skin. Oh, okay, I yeah. see. So when black people are born, you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Not okay. You you say all black people should fly to Virginia to have to give birth. Yeah, and or then go put back. Put on some kind of white makeup. <laughs> okay. Our culture is not a costume. E- eternal white face is, is your solution. Appropriation. Okay. What about Dumbo? We could we could dress oh, up go as Dumbo elephants. Yeah. Okay. That's not offensive. Or Danny DeVito. Sure. That's yeah. Danny DeVito is very recognizable. I would. We'd have to be sure. I feel like we'd have to walk in on our knees. Yeah. 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 In we a full that, in a uh, full little suit. Dolph on on golf. Who is that? The 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 guy who pretended to be a midget, Dorf. What? Dorf on golf. What? The 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 comedian who would like stand on his knees and like pretend to be a midget, and he put out like a bunch of videos. I have no idea. Is this a? Did he, was it a scandal? Like people were like, "You're not, <laughs> you're not actually." No, I think he really. I think people knew he wasn't a midget. <laughs> so this isn't the Rachel Dolezal of of little people. No, no, I, people knew he just like be on his knees. He put like shoes on his knees <laughs> and just like walk around like that. He How long a, ago is this? I think early nineties. Oh, okay, that sounds about right. And he had a bunch of uh, like straight to DVD things of him like playing different sports. So he he did like. Or like YouTube videos before the internet. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That sounds much. exactly like what happened on early YouTube. Yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> I've never I've never seen any of these, but I'm like aware 
Are you sure this isn't just a Virginia thing again? <laughs> I think he was. He was. He was from like the Carol Burnett show, or he's he's somebody. <laughs> so he was beloved. <laughs> he was beloved. Yeah. Oh wow. Tim Conway. That's who played him. Tim Conway. I don't know. I'm, that's not ringing any bells, but sure. Uh, he was. He, yeah, he's from the Carol Burnett show. Okay. He um he started on the Carol Burnett show. He's about as tall as a five-year-old. His height and sometimes humorous movements are achieved by Conway standing in a hole with fake shoes attached above his knees. <laughs> as a result, Dorf always stands in one place. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a series of eight films released by Conway using the Dorf sporting theme. So he stands in one place while sports are going on around him? <laughs> yeah. That's great. I think there's like Dorf on golf, Dorf on fishing. And I don't know what the other six are. I feel like he'd be much better at fishing and even golf. <laughs> golf, you could feasibly, if you get lucky, you could get one hole from one position. Fishing would be tough because there's like holes through the bottom of the boat for him to stand there. You could fish from the shore. You could fish from the shore. Yeah. yeah. Dorf and the first games of Mount Olympus. Dorf goes fishing. Dorf's golf Bible. Dorf on the diamond. And Dorf goes auto racing. Okay. I don't know about the rest of them because I can't see a close up of his face, but in Dorf goes auto racing, he definitely has a Hitler mustache. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is going other places beyond the he's look how short he is. Yeah. He's also <laughs> into Hitler. He's a tiny racist. Right. That's you know that that stereotype of how all dwarves are white supremacists. It's not, you know, it's not all dwarves, <laughs> but they do tend, you know, to yeah. Oh, you one of those dwarf rights activists? Not all dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding heart lefty over here. <laughs> Only most dwarves are Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, is this a Batman podcast? It's theoretically <laughs> supposed to be. We should get back to this movie. Where sure. We have not even begun to. We made it through like the title. Yeah. Uh, so it starts off with them battling the Legion of Doom, and Weather Wizard flees when his comrades are beaten, but he becomes uh, possessed by the shade of Trigon, the shade of Trigon's minions. Uh, Robin disobeys his father's orders to get civilians to safety. He there, there's one he's. Batman's like radioing him to be like, hey, do, are you working on getting the civilians safety? <laughs> I'm just like throwing bombs yeah. at the civilians. <laughs> to discourage them from yeah. running the wrong way. Like yeah. He's, Instead yeah. of just saying like, hey, don't go there. He just throws a bomb. Yeah, which like, does send the message. Yeah, but it's he's just kind of hurting them. Yeah, it's it's a reckless way to go about it yeah. at the least. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like... If uh, there's a cop directing traffic with just a gun and yeah. <laughs> to, sh- to turn the wrong way, they just start firing at you. Right. You're like, oh, I guess I can't go that way. Yeah. It's like if you added Bomberman to Pac-Man. Yeah. To just explode the ways that he shouldn't go. Yeah. Uh, so he he uh, disobeys his father's orders and he's... he's his, his father, Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, he abandons the this getting civilians to safety duty, and he just jumps in the Batwing and f- 
flies it straight into the weather wizard. Yeah. Just kamikazes the, the weather wizard. With a nuclear level explosion. Yeah. It's like a mushroom cloud boom yeah. to a human man. Yes. As far as he knows, like, we know that the weather wizard's been possessed by this demon. He does not know that. No, no. I he did see the guy punch out Superman. Which, like, you always you have to establish that at the beginning of any movie with Superman in it, or what are we doing here? Yeah, but the, the Weather Wizard is a human with a piece of technology that allows yeah. him to control the weather. Right. It would be like if I was, like, being mean to you on Twitter with my phone, and then you hit me with a bazooka. <laughs> like, yes. Like, the technology enabled me to be mean. Right. But, but that doesn't make you super strong. No, no. The computer can access all the information in the world. Right. I, as a human, am very stupid. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> I am not as powerful as the piece of technology. Um, so he he flies the the plane into the weather wizard. Mm-hmm. He nine elevens the weather wizard. That, that's literally my first note. Damien <laughs> is going to nine eleven the weather wizard. <laughs> also, that just that's a a huge jump to be like we're having some difficulty defeating him let's fly a plane into him. yeah like even if it was like not a human and it would be you know like fucking uh doom or whatever like one of the space gods like you're mm. still spending like 500 million dollars crashing a jet into yeah. <laughs> like it's a costly endeavor yes. regardless of who you're hitting with the plane it, it's also it's you're jumping so many steps. It's like in Batman v Superman when Doomsday comes out and he hasn't even like really done anything and the government just immediately like, let's launch a nuke at him. Yeah. He's like, well, try bullets first. Yeah, let's give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, that the, the plane thing works. He's The weather wizard's defeating him and Trigon Shade leaves his body. Upset that there's no answer to this occurrence, and in order for his son to learn teamwork, Batman send Robin sends Robin to join the Teen Titans. Batman this is where I start getting irritated, but okay. continue. Well, Batman's angry because they he didn't know what was going on with the Weather Wizards, and they weren't able to like capture him and try and figure this out. Right. Robin just kicked the shit out of him. Right. Batman wanted to investigate, and Robin did nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, there's a gulf between the two points of view. Yeah. Henry Kissinger and Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Different strategies to to foreign relations. To commit genocide. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. Another. To bomb Cambodia yeah. <laughs> with bombs or with just the plane itself. <laughs> They're, uh, they, have, they have different strategies. Meanwhile, Trigon's minion possesses Superman, plaguing him with visions of demonic shadows. I was a little confused here. Did um, was it the same demon that infected the Weather Wizard that then went into Superman? I th- there's like several of them throughout the movie, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it really. They didn't seem to characterize the the shadows very much at all. It just confused me because it, it seemed like when. Is usually in this kind of thing, there's like you can see the 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 shade coming out, and then you'll see it like go into another bean or something. There's like a limited number that you're dealing with. Sure. With this, it seemed like it gets knocked out of somebody, and then it just evaporates. Right. And then another could Differently. show up at any time. Yeah. And there's no 
there, there's no clear way. We don't know how many there are. They, there's no clear way to defeat them permanently. Right. It's just any number could show up again whenever. Yes. That's there was no clear like stakes in killing one of these things. They were just they seemed unlimited, and I don't know why they didn't just throw one at every person on Earth. At exactly. That point. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I didn't. I, I was not clear on what the mechanics are, what they have to do to possess someone, why they couldn't possess everyone. Yeah, it seems it seems like they could do it whenever they wanted. It, it wasn't even like, like yeah. they needed to wander into a shadow, which is what it initially looked like. Like yeah. the the one the weather wizard stepped into a shadow and then got possessed. Yeah, but at other points they're in broad ass daylight, and it still happens. Because like initially. I thought there was just going to be the one. I thought he was going to jump from one person to right. another, and they would have to ultimately defeat that. Yeah, and that did not hold true throughout the whole movie. No, they get several people at a time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Batman sends Robin to join the Teen Titans, uh, and um, the the Teen Titans uh, headquarters, Titan Tower, is the worst design building I've ever seen. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. it's a gigantic skyscraper in the shape of an uppercase T. Yeah. So there's these two big arms that are unsupported. Uh-huh. It feels like they started with the idea of we want the headquarters to look like like this and we will find a use for that later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out why we need this, what the purpose of it is later. It's kind of neat to have. It's kind of neat. Yeah. But we've established already that the the Hall of Justice is a beacon for supervillains. It's useless. Yeah. yeah. And here is an even more obvious, even easier to knock down building with worse superheroes inside. Yes. And it's like the Hall of Justice, like maybe you got to do a little research to figure out like which building you're going to attack. Right. Teen Titan or Titan Tower. Anyone could figure that out. Pretty easy. Yeah. Just look for the giant T. Yeah. It's uh, you can't have your most vulnerable bank guarded by mall cops that's not put you at least put your best guys on the job yeah if you're going to build the worst bank yeah uh so, so robin meets the titans leader starfire who is nightwing's girlfriend and, right and uh members raven beast boy and blue beetle and this has been like there's been several in the bad dad uh, saga mm-hmm. where like Robin or Nightwing is constantly at, like the beginning of every one of these movies Nightwing is out doing something and he gets a call from like a horny call from Starfire she's yeah. like why don't you come fuck me and, yeah. and he's like oh yeah I can't wait and then Batman calls him and is like I need you right now that happens in like at least two I think three of the movies we've watched mm-hmm. finally we actually meet Starfire <laughs> to prove that Nightwing is not just doing some my girlfriend lives in Canada shit <laughs> and <laughs> But that's that was fine, whatever. She's finally in one of these movies. But um she's like old like Nightwing is thirty ish, like yeah. something like that. Right. So is Starfire. If you've watched the Teen Titans show, Starfire is the same age as Cyborg, as Beast Boy, as Raven, mm-hmm. as Robin. Right. They're all like fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah. Starfire's thirty, Raven is 15 beast boys 15 blue beetles 15 mm-hmm. robin's like 13 cyborg is like 30 again like mm-hmm. the ages are all over the place and i just i'm like why the fuck did we do this why didn't we just do the teen titans everyone knows and likes yeah i, I don't know part part of it is um i'm assuming this is the, the 
Robin on that show, it was never totally clear which Robin it was. They went out of their way never to give him a name. Right. And so I'm assuming that Robin is probably Dick Grayson. I think I think that's the implication. But yeah. then we've just thrown... This is an entirely different timeline, clearly. Because, yeah. yeah. like, the yeah. other people are a different age than they would be if they were with Robin, if they were with Dick Grayson back then. Yeah. They definitely made Beast Boy and... Uh, Raven. Uh, Raven. Yeah. The teens, yeah. they're they're the same age as the show. They're the titular teens. Yeah, the 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 Teen Titans. And yeah, so I was just irritated by that. I was like, well, I love, I like the Teen Titan show. It's like this is, I don't care about Blue Beetle. Who gives a shit about that guy? Like, give me the originals. That's 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 that that's me. I I like Blue Beetle in the sense that Blue Beetle is like a newer. Character, he's like the third Blue Beetle, but he's this version is like a, a newer character who's very much part of an effort to like bring some diversity into the right. DC universe. Sure, and so I, I like the fact they brought in a Latino character. I would be fine if they just added him into the regular crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, which like they even try they do this weird thing where like Cyborg's in the uh, Justice the League. Justice League and the Teen Titans kind like. He's yeah, both. He's, kind of, he's in the Justice League, and they kind of have him longing to be in the Teen Titans. Right. It's this weird half step. I'm like, just make him a teen. Then what are you doing? Like, yeah. pick one. I'm not as familiar with the just with the the Teen Titans in like comic books and stuff, so I don't know a lot about what the history is, and I I don't know what how it compares. Like, the, I've seen the the show that you were yeah. talking about. I don't know. If the show invented that dynamic, or what the show, or what the comics were previous. Uh, yeah, I've not read the comics either. I'm just going off the, you know, the thing I've seen. Yeah. But it's it was just weird choices where I was like, you didn't need to have these ages be so strange. Like yeah. they don't serve a purpose, really. Yeah, I, I guess the the purpose is that most of them have to be teens for them to be the Teen Titans, but then they. It feels like they need somebody to be kind of older and not have just a bunch of teenagers living on their own and doing whatever they want. But that's that's the whole show. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that they 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 fuck up and they're bad at stuff and they're like yeah. I, I guess though, just in a slightly more serious incarnation of this, it feels wildly irresponsible to have this group of teenagers living on their own with no adult supervision. Yeah, they make it seem like more of a more of a like X-Men Academy yes. than in the show where yeah. like Starfire's kind of the she's mentor. not like prof- but yeah, she's a mentor figure and she's kind of corralling these these super teens. I yeah. say let them run. <laughs> you say let them do whatever. I say let them do whatever they want, even the weird goth demon girl. Let her loose, baby. Look, they're 13. They can do what they want. Yeah, they are legally adults in some countries. They've been bar and bot mitzvahed at this point. Mm-hmm. They are adults. Yep. Yep. Beast Boy can turn into a dog. And yeah. if he's 13, that makes him like 91 in dog years. You know what? You know uh, what I always say? There's grass in the field. Let's play. That's exact. That's the official na 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 podcast stance. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. old enough to bleed old enough to breathe great that's it that's it we're canceled we finally (laughs) did it thank you for releasing me (laughs) we're we're out of here kareem
if there's anyone still listening after you said Batman and Robin was the worst episode or best, best Batman movie best. of all time after they the look, they will have paused to scream at me, but they'll come back because then they they if you get one bad opinion, you got to hear the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, nobody's on our side anymore. <laughs> no, I don't want them to be either. You <laughs> filthy animals. Uh, we've alienated our one listener. <laughs> so, um, uh, Robin meets them, and his they there's one line that really stood out to me, where um, uh, or first of all, they they have like kind of a a scene of them doing this like training exercise where they're fighting like holographic hologram villains. And um, they're all doing like cool things with their powers and shooting lasers and and Beast Boy is he can change into any animal so he's chosen to change into a goat. Yes, and start kicking people, mm-hmm. which is like the least imaginative, useful incarnation of his powers. I think I argue the opposite. I think it's obvious to turn into like a tiger. You mm-hmm. could do that every time to turn yeah. into a bull to turn into these big violent animals. I think it's extra creative to be like, I am going to kill you by turning into a gerbil and crawling up your ass and then turning into an elephant. He's he's using his pa- a goat. That's not obvious. Who's going to see a goat coming? Is he attacking from the front or the back? We don't know. He could kick. He could horn you. I love it. Okay, but it, it's not like he's sneaking up on people as a goat. They're already attacking him, and he's chosen to turn into a goat. Right, but then you're off your game. You're expecting the tiger. You've been preparing for the tiger. Now he's, he's a, now, tiger. now he's a goat, and he's eating all your cans. And what are you going to do about it? I think if you train for a tiger, uh, it's very easy to take down a goat. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think it's a different style of combat. You try you, you, A tiger, you're going to want to get behind it. That's It's a vulnerable point. You get behind a goat, you're just catching its most powerful attack. You know what? Uh, you're you're from Indiana. I bow to you in your goat knowledge. I, l- I know a lot about the the pedestrian animals, <laughs> the boring <laughs> ones. No animals. one cares about or ever wants to meet. Yeah, you've probably taken down a lot more goats mm-hmm. than I have. Yeah, you want to get them from the front because then they you can grab their horns, mm-hmm. right? You got them. You got the bull by the horns. Same idea with goats. But can't they headbutt you? Isn't that goats headbutt? People? They love to headbutt you. But yeah. if you catch them by the horns, you can kind of pick them up off. <laughs> So they only got two feet on the ground, and then yeah. they, they, you know, they don't, they lost most of their, most of their drive. All right. Well, I'm not the one who who took uh, goat. goat wrangling in high school, so mm-hmm. I, I bow to you. That was a, that was a required class. <laughs> um, so so there's also there's a line where I forget the the context of it. So it's it was around here where uh, Beast Boy says something about uh, we're family. Just like the three amigos, who were not family, <laughs> they were amigos. They weren't the three hermanos. Look, the real family is the friends we made around along the way. <laughs> I've always said that, and I hold it to be true. There are so many fictional examples of family you could have. The three stooges, the uh, three well, musketeers. Some of them were family. Uh, were Larry wasn't a brother. The Marks. The Marx Brothers. The Marx Brothers were family. Uh, were they actually? They were actually family. They were actually family? Yeah. See, I've been trying to be wrong a bunch of times, and I thought that would be the kicker, because it seems like they would be, but then... Most of the three seasons uh, were, were family. Okay. They were family? Most of them were. So not all, which one wasn't? Uh, Larry was not. He was the smart one, right? Uh, Mo was like the leader. Okay. I don't know if any of them were the smart one. Right. Mo, Curly, and Champ were all brothers. Oh. Wait. 
Mo Curley and Shimp. Yeah. Three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said m- most of them were brothers. Larry was not. So there were four Stooges. There was always three at a time, and then uh, it started off Mo, Larry, Ted Curley. Healy, and Vaudeville, and then it became Mo, Larry, Shemp, Ted Healy. Then they kicked out Ted Healy, and then right before they started filming him, Shemp hated being a part of the Three Stooges, so he left, and they brought in Curly. Oh. And then Curly had a stroke, and they brought Shemp back temporarily, and then... It just until Curly could get better, and then Curly died, and Shemp's like, well, I'm fucking out then. I'm not going to stick around. Oh. And then they brought in Joe, and he was not a brother, and then they brought in Curly Joe, who's also unrelated. So as you can see from all that history, my joke worked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a correct joke. It was a good, informed joke to make. And as you can see, I was a very relatable child. <laughs> Superman. I like Spider-Man. Did you know that one of the Three Stooges died of a stroke, which led to the end of the Three Stooges as we knew and loved? Just walking up to the girls in high school like, hey, baby, did you know that uh, Curly's last appearance was in Hold That Lion? (laughs) No. Ew. That's my favorite little kid response to like whatever another kid says they don't like is mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be inherently gross. Just ew, because <laughs> <laughs> they're not responding to what you said. They're responding to you. Yeah, they've they've attributed. You, you, they're just you're a gross. You're awful, and I ew. Another fun fact about Curly. Curly fucked. Oh yeah, Curly, Curly got was, around. Yeah, Curly was a big ladies' man. Curly was the big boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. And he always hated having a shaved head because he was just a huge ladies' man and was considered so handsome. And then he had to shave his head, and he felt like he looked like a monster. And then he died. And then he died. <laughs> well, that's rough. That's a rough way to go out. But yeah, I'm sorry, Curly. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You were never a brother. He was a brother. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's the next part of the movie? <laughs> I'll save that for for knock 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 How do you G N U K knock 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 N N G U Y K? These impenetrable deep dives. Oh God. Uh, where where were we? Um. So so Raven uh, Robin shows up and uh, they 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 meet him but he they don't like him nobody likes him he doesn't like them because he is a psycho yeah he's a mean psycho yeah uh, Blue Beetle and Robin fight until Blue Beetle's suit instinctively uses an energy blast to severely burn Robin he blast he gets two faced he like burns half of his head off basically. Yeah. Raven heals him, but during the process, her empathetic powers cause both to see into each other's memories. Robin later thanks Raven, but is curious about an entity he saw in her mind. With Raven unwilling to answer, Damien tries looking into the Teen Titans records, but finds no useful information. Starfire tells Damien that the team isn't just fighting, isn't just for fighting crime; they're also a surrogate family, as they're all lost souls in a world with no place for them. As I, as I always say, the real family is the teens we met along the way. <laughs> <laughs> to all the teens out there, I'm your family. Y- you ever have a moment as you're doing this where you just 
realize, oh, this is evidence, what we're doing uh-huh. now. All the this, time. This will be brought up in the court trial. Yeah, my favorite episodes are ones where I assume like the worst imaginable position mm-hmm. and then I just the episode ends and I and it never becomes clear what I meant or believe. Yeah. I uh I had a moment where um I mean of course people will remember uh John Zeller from our That's one of my Dark favorite Night. episodes. That yeah. Was very fun. I had a Check out the Good Dog show. Yeah. He's it's great. I was on the Good Dog show the other day. Oh yeah. And uh, I tweeted something afterwards um that he had he sent me a nice message and I, I tweeted something out about it and um i hashtagged it 9-11 was an inside job <laughs> <laughs> and, uh he was very upset that i did that mm-hmm. and that he was uh named in that that i didn't uh block out his entire email yeah i, I blocked out most of it but you could kind of tell that there was a j yeah at the start of it He's not not happy about that. He he believes uh, the worst of people in some ways, and mm-hmm. that he believes they are fools enough to take us at our word. Yeah, which some are, but you know. And he believes that people are going to be combing through our backgrounds so carefully. Yeah, no one cares about us. That's yeah. the that's the truth. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe one day one of us will matter in some way. Yeah, I just I hope no one takes things so wildly out of context it would be hard to you know there's there's hours and hours of this tape and all of it comes out and you know what i mean it's never been a real position we've assumed on any of this crazy shit oh no everything i've said has been real okay well i'm gonna leave (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be the thing that i'd like try to go back and defend like no i was joking like no but you you just said said it's all real you just said that you were very clear that <laughs> this was all real. We have it in writing. You signed an affidavit. <laughs> you said on the podcast that you think 13-year-olds should be fucking. Uh-huh. And you made it clear that was a, not a joke. That was five minutes later yeah. that you said it was all real. Jacob said, you're joking about this. Right. Like they're reading like the transcript. Uh, I, Mr. Rathbun, you said 13-year-olds should fuck. Jacob said... Are you joking? You said, no, I am not joking. <laughs> this is not a joke. You want to hear some facts about the Three Stooges? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the portrait of a mi- very disturbed man. <laughs> These wild swings between pedophilia and the Three Stooges. <laughs> Look, I didn't say 13-year-olds should be fucking adults. That's true. Fucking That's other. true if you guys would just listen yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Don't listen to the things they say. Listen to the things I, I mean. don't say. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the show Teen Mom. All right. Yeah. And I want more episodes. Yeah. It's like jazz podcasting. It's you gotta listen to the, the things the jokes I'm not making. <laughs> the opinions I'm not saying yeah. are even worse. Let's be clear. <laughs> oh God, if we if we said all the things if you listen to the show before I'd gone through and edited out all the worst stuff. It's really. I mean, we have to we have to record for about eight hours a week yeah. just to get a, an hour long podcast right. of usable material. <laughs> Jacob's opinions about race are just just awful. <laughs> just like even even the white supremacists would be like, "Whoa, could, this is this is a little extreme." All right, I'm just saying, <laughs> and that's why they shouldn't be allowed in schools. You know what? Uh, we. A lot of people have different feelings about Italians, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who am I to say who's right and who's wrong? 
I all all I can say for sure is that of those who can say what's right and wrong, not Italians. <laughs> they they should have no say in anything. <laughs> They're subhuman animals. And I believe that Italians are people, but you know what? That's those kind of differences are what makes life interesting. Yep, that's the tension that keeps this show moving. We all have different opinions. Yep, we just all got to work together and get along with each other. Except for the Italians, mm. who should be crushed underfoot <laughs> whenever possible. <laughs> I will grind them into flour to make the pizza dough that they subsist on. Dino's gonna listen to this. <laughs> and he's like, so, uh, what's up, Jacob? <laughs> Sweetheart, uh, you know, D- look. If Dino cares about people respecting Italians, he shouldn't be the way he is. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this on the. I'm going to go ahead and, and just say it. I don't think he'll be. Dino found out recently, quarter Irish. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a dirty bastard. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's all the kinds of white people that no one cares about. Yeah. How fun! But like Dino's whole personality is just based on being Italian. I mean. He gets it on us yeah. from all this, all the stories you hear about his dad. I mean, yeah. that he's only this Italian is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I just get joking with him like he's got no more jokes anymore that he's not Italian. <laughs> I mean, th- really, he should lean into that too. You know, well, he doesn't drink though, so he doesn't have the classic Irish yeah. bit. But maybe he's repressed or something. I've been calling him Dean Space O Martino. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Od Martino. Yeah. Uh, so Superman finds and brutally beats down the Atomic Skull, alerting Wonder Woman and Batman to his possession. The latter uses Kryptonite to drive Superman back. Th- there's one line uh, that I I really liked in here. They they have a lot of um, kind of winking. It feels like the writers knew like this is stupid. This is a sure. stupid movie. We don't really like these characters, and they're like looking to point hole, poke holes in in different things. Sure. And um, there's one line where uh, Superman's on the phone with with uh, Wonder Woman, and she says something about how I just got new glasses. You probably won't recognize me. Yeah, that's pretty. That was a good joke. Yeah, I was I was pretty into that. Uh, but anyways, he he fights the atomic skull, and. Um, uh, Cyborg tries to locate Superman and a female with superpowers who Trigun is looking for. And he and Batman conclude that if the host is damaged or overwhelmed, they will be freed from the possession. I didn't... I hated that the the method for solving the possession is... It feels Beat so Beat him easy. up. Yeah. Just, just their weakness is being hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's that classic, like, oh, my only weakness is bullets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a regular, you just attack them. There's no extra anything at all. Yeah. Th- there's nothing special that you have to do. Just just hit them a few times. Enough times and they'll go down. Yeah. Um, so in the, the meantime, uh, in order to loosen Damien up, Starfire takes the group to a carnival. Where oh, now before this, yeah. Starfire, you know, she like walked in on... Uh, on Robin looking up shit on Raven, trying to figure out her past. Um, and then she kind of like wanders off to go um, FaceTime Nightwing to mm-hmm. be like, uh, you know, Robin, like she's this kid's a little shit. Like, Jesus Christ, how do you deal with him? That was the horniest scene of the movie. 
yeah, Robin or uh, Nightwing's just full on just staring at her cleavage. Yeah, and I mean, Skype. yeah, but also like the animators just put like you know FaceTime. It's you see mostly them, and in the corner it's you or whatever. Yeah. When they cut to Starfire, like the you see Nightwing, and then the entire bottom right, like what is is just boob shot, like yeah. boob shot, and they like show one that's like looking nearly up her skirt. Like the whole thing is just uh, like it seems like she has no idea how to use Skype. She right. Just pointed the camera straight at her tits. Yeah. And then later she's like laying down and kind of displaying her legs. And yeah. Her upper legs. Yeah. Um, and the whole time Nightwing's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like wolf eyes popping <laughs> out his head. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like they also I don't like Starfire's character in this movie. I think like in the, in the show, she's like real, she's like a fresh alien. You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't know what the fuck any Earth, Earth shit is. She's like, that's the fun. She's kind of like a moon eyed, like yeah. loves everything. It's just fair. She doesn't even she's not even enthusiastic anymore. She kind of she understands Earth better at this point, which makes sense. It's been yeah. time. But I was like, I don't recognize this character. This isn't like she was fine she she wasn't particularly interesting she just she didn't have a whole lot of personality no she was team leader just yeah. team leader female right that was it i was, I was just kind of disappointed it's like it's, yeah. it doesn't have the aspects of this character that i like yeah there, there she, she could have just as easily they, they could have called her something else and it would have been yeah it could have just been wonder woman it wouldn't have mattered like no. it could have been any any superhero really yeah um so they go to the there's also there's a scene where um uh, Robin is just training with a sword in his room. Yeah, and then he gets angry and like throws the sword like through the wall. Yeah, and nearly stabs Beast Boy with yeah. it. Yeah, and Beast Boy says like, "Hey, you could have put my eye out." Like, no, you, you could have killed you. Him. Yeah, you're not invincible. Like yeah. you, <laughs> that's a real sword. That sword, the blade went like two feet into Beast Boy's room. Yeah, if his head had been in the wrong spot, that easily could have killed him. Impaled. Yeah. yeah. Robin's a psycho. He yes. shouldn't be allowed near anyone. Yeah. Forget these other super teens. Yeah. And then they go to the, the fair, and right. Robin has brought the sword to the fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, this. I do kind of love this carnival scene. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, this is one of the choices that I'm just like, what is this movie? Because mm-hmm. they, they can't decide whether this is about the Justice League or about the Teen Titans or mm-hmm. what tone they're doing. And, like, there's this just a huge montage of all the Teen Titans, like you know, Robin kind of warming up. They're having fun. They're playing games at the fair, mm-hmm. set to like like early two thousands emo, like pop emo music. You're talking about like the Dance Dance Revolution. Not even that. It was yeah. like the before that, but yeah. also the, they have two separate entire songs yeah. that they play that are you know like My Chemical Romance or Ohio Is for Lovers type yeah. stuff. And th- there's one shot where they're like on a Ferris wheel and they have their hands like way up in the air like they're on a roller coaster. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. There's also this like, they broke the Chekhov's gun rule mm-hmm. moment here where they're like in the, they're in the carnival and they're like panning around in front of that Dance Dance Revolution thing. And they show all the food places mm-hmm. and there's a sushi tent mm-hmm. at the carnival, Ooh, that which... Is- you cannot have a sushi tent at the carnival unless later in the movie someone gets diarrhea or kills themselves <laughs> with the sushi. Like, that is the most questionable, insane shit. Yeah, do not eat carnival sushi. That's no. That my, sounds awful. They, that's the goldfish that died. Yeah. They, <laughs> they just, like, fried them up and wrapped them in rice. Fried sushi? What if they just, like, took the whole, like, sushi roll and just fried that? That's... Now you're you're 
you're touching on my Indiana sensibilities. Yeah. I'm like, I love sushi. This is American style sushi. Things are better when they're fried, usually. <laughs> I gotta try it once. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give that a shot. I'd do it. Um, so, where, where are we? Oh, they're at the, the fair, and um, Raven encounters Trigon, tri- Trigon in his spirit form and his demonic emissaries who want to find her so that he can use her for his plans. Right. Trigon's like the... We'll, we'll get a little more into his backstory and who he is in a moment. But he's yeah. like the devil. He looks like uh, like Sargeras. If you ever played World of Warcraft or any Warcraft stuff, or he looks like a lot of demon characters throughout history. Yeah. Multi, like six eyes, I think. He's got horns, long, flowy hair. He's yeah. red, big red guy. Yeah, um, um, and his his underlings look similar but small. They look like if Hellboy was into BDSM. They're like these like red horned characters with like leather bikinis and mm-hmm. like straps over the shoulders. So uh, with the help of the other Titans, Raven resists and fights the emissaries until they cannot maintain their presence on the earthly plane and dissipate. This is the scene where they have the, the anime style. Everyone changes. Yeah. And I, it felt so out of place, but I did love the fact that everyone has their whole dramatic thing. And then it just cuts to Robin... Like trying to get the door open. <laughs> that was that was pretty open. good, yeah. Because <laughs> they like give everyone a full minute of yeah. transformation. It's a long sequence. Yeah. And the yeah, he's just like fuck, and he breaks the window yeah. <laughs> of the car to get his sword out. And then they're 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 all fighting the guys, and Robin's first instinct is he just stabs one in the head, mm-hmm. and then he asks, "Wait, are these undead? Right? <laughs> are these?" Like, did I just murder a guy? <laughs> or is this some kind of demon? I don't know. I I hope they're demons yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm just going to stab first and figure out later. It's a hectic situation. You can't blame them for getting mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so eventually they, they all dissipate. Afrid, Raven reveals that her mother was a member of a cult who married her off to Trigon, who took a human form. Uh, again, this is bas- that's basically the Hellboy backstory. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, her mother fled after discovering his true nature and was saved by the Azerathians, benevolent people from another dimension where Raven grew up. After unwittingly summoning, summoning her father and thus causing the uh, obliteration of Azerath and her mother, Raven was taken by him so he could conquer Earth. But she imprisoned him in a crystal in hell. The Titans offer their support, but the Justice League arrives in order to take Raven away. Um, th- this is... They had kind of a, a cool moment here where she, like, teleports them someplace to this, like, these ruins to, to tell them. And they're like, where are we? And she's like, someplace where Trigon can't find us. And then they... Uh, she, she tells the whole backstory, and they're like, well, why can't we... Uh, just get the Azerathians to, to stop Trigon. She's like, this is Azerath. Yeah, it's just and like a burned out meteor, basically. Yeah, with just ruins and skulls everywhere. Yeah. I love that reveal, but God, the voice acting by Raven is so dog shit. I don't know why they didn't just get the people from the show. Yeah. Like all of the voice, I like them all. Like the Cyborg, Raven, Robin, uh, Starfire. They didn't hire any of those people. Yeah. But... Yeah, they're all just a step down from that. This should have been such a great dramatic reveal. Instead of being like, this is Azeroth, or this is Azeroth. She was like, this This is is Azeroth. Azeroth. Yeah. Just like like you're in an Uber and you don't realize that you're at your stop. It's like, how far away are we? This is McDonald's, sir. (laughs) (laughs) 
it felt like the voice actress, like, I, I'm, it was as if she didn't know what the context context was. Right. Yeah. And so she just read it like it was a normal like yeah it, it felt like she just only had her line so she had no idea what she was responding to which is possible like i th- think that does happen in voice acting sometimes where you just kind of you don't really know the script it's just like here's what we need you to say yeah i, I guess so but then the director should have been like oh no, for sure this is yeah how you need to, to say this yeah it's not whatever happened it's not good yeah um, so the, the Titans offer their support. The Justice League arrives in order to take Raven away, but before they can act, Flash, Cyborg, and Wonder Woman are all taken over by Trigun Shadow and turned into demon emissaries. Batman counteracts his own possession by injecting himself with a nerve toxin, putting himself into a comatose state, and thus causing the shade to abandon him. That's that's a pretty fun moment that Batman's instinct in the fight is like, oh, I'll go into a coma. I better dose myself, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the Titans battled the League without success, causing, causing Raven to surrender herself. Just before the League and Raven use a portal to leave, Blue Beetle frees Cyborg from Trigun's control. Robin locates Raven in the Middle East, revealing to put a tracking device on each of the Titans. Cyborg and the Titans travel to the Middle East to discover Superman has unearthed a mystical shrine that Raven uses her powers on so that Trigun can pass through the shrine as a gate. All this stuff, I, it, it's <laughs> just seems so complicated at this point. They uh, rush. It's a very like, all right, now we got the portal, we got the demons. Blah, 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 blah. Like, and it's one of those things where it just it doesn't make a ton of sense why this portal is here and what's going on. It just yeah, because it's not like Trigon has been here before and right. built it for later. Like he's never been to Earth. That's the whole. Thing. He's coming to Earth because he wants. First times and it was like, well, who the fuck built that? Where that? How did you know it was there? What? Like. I I really love. I don't like if this is presented as like a real thing, but it, as long as it's like totally fictional, I love the aesthetic of like aliens helping to build the pyramids. Sure. And like that kind of like Egyptians with like super advanced technology, and I it's a stupid conspiracy conspiracy theory thing if people believe it's real. But yeah. Purely fictional. I think it's a very fun aesthetic. Yeah. I don't know how to make this work or what form that whether this could be like a sketch or what this is, but I, I love I always had this idea of like aliens helping to build the, the pyramids or like some guy who believes aliens built the pyramids and then it like cuts to like aliens just getting whipped and like dragging all these <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got the portal. Yeah. Uh so the the Titans um Robin stabs Superman with Kryptonite to to free him from Trigun's control and uh Superman defeats Flash and Wonder Woman which frees them as well. The Titans save Raven, but not before Trigon returns to his physical form. So he's back on Earth, and he's gigantic, and he's physical. Following Raven's plan, the Titans and Cyborg uh, portal to hell to retrieve the crystal to re-imprison her father. Yeah. So they go off to do this, like, you know, kind of plan B mission, completely abandoning the devil to burn the Middle East to the ground Mm -hmm. after they brought him there, which is a pretty great 
metaphor for America's foreign policy. <laughs> just like, let's unleash hell and then just leave. Yeah. It's, it'll be fine. We don't live there. Because the Middle East is full of demons. It's full of demons. Yeah. They deserve it. <laughs> so they they haul off leaving the devil to do whatever he wants in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. I also love that um, uh, when Wonder Woman is possessed by the, the demon, Superman like lassos her with Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. And Wonder Woman keeps shouting about how like she never loved Superman at all. She didn't care about him. Yeah. But the the, the lasso of truth is that's got to be true then. So she doesn't. She yeah. didn't. Yeah. That's some that's some dark yeah. relationship backstory there that maybe they should talk about. Yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> they kill the devil. <laughs> that's something that's gonna have to come out in couples therapy. Yeah. Yeah. There's this uh, this book by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. It's called Horns, and it's it was like disturbing to the point I could like barely finish this book because it just bothered me so much. But the the premise is it's a guy he he just grows um, these these magical horns. It's never really explained why or how he just he just grows them, and it forces everyone to be like completely honest with him like all the time and so he realizes these horrible things about like all his family and and stuff really care about or really hate him and like his grandmother who he keeps visiting at the nursing home uh and he thinks he's doing this kind thing to this this sweet old woman and she's just like oh you're always fucking coming here and bothering me you're such a downer I, why do you keep why do you keep visiting me just go fucking leave me alone and like his mom, like his brother died or something, and his mom's like, "I really wish you had been the one who died instead of your brother." Oh, so wait, does he like start growing these horns later later in life? Uh, he's like in his twenties, yeah. Okay, and they just like appear overnight. Okay, was didn't they do like a a Daniel Radcliffe movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, yeah, yeah. I I remember. I didn't see it, but okay, I, I didn't, didn't realize that's what the horns did. I I just remember him growing horns, and I yeah. was like, okay. But that idea of like everyone in your life like secretly hate you yeah just disturbed me so much yeah that would disturb you <laughs> in particular <laughs> probably like, no i don't worry about that because that's no, yeah <laughs> people like me i'm doing i'm doing fine over yeah. here but i, I could see how that bother you yeah <laughs> i can see why that would bother such an unlikable such person. a piece of shit <laughs> three stooges ass <laughs> <laughs> fucking pedophile loving <laughs> but yeah yeah. So yeah. So Wonder Woman hates Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and then he frees her. Yeah. And they try to stop the devil, but can't. They like give him their all. They you know give him their super punches, and he just kind of shrugs him off and continues to bulldoze some poor village that has no idea what's going on. <laughs> right. Um, so they, they the Titans go into hell to retrieve the crystal to re-imprison Trigon. Right. And uh, the Titans battle their way through hordes of demons, but an undead Raza Ghoul who's Robin's grandfather, he, he's turned into Trigon's servant after his death at the hands of Deathstroke. He shatters the crystal. This summary is treating it as this is the actual Raza Ghoul. I, I guess it's not clear, but I'd, I'd assume that this is some kind of demonic... Uh, it, uh, I, I didn't think that was really Raza Ghoul. Did you? No, I thought like once he kills it, it turns into like one of the reg- like generic zombie-looking things. Like I thought it was pretty clear that it was not actually yeah. his grandpa. Right. 
so um, he shatters the crystal and he tries to persuade Robin to join him and 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 uh, and Trigon by killing Raven so he may return to so that Razagul can return to life. That Robin declares himself a Titan. Pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. From trying to murder the other Titans and spying on all of them and tracking them and like he ate he ate one bag of popcorn and played Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> and now he's a lifer. And also the the way that they worded it, I I did not I, I felt like the it needed another draft. They they Raza Ghoul says like you're an Al Ghoul and Damien says, No, I'm a Titan. Right. But no, you you could be both those things. It's he, not he should have just said, "I'm a teen bitch," yeah. and then, and then, then killed him. But Al Ghul is like your your grandpa. Name. Yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not these right. are not mutually exclusive. Things. Right. Well, I with the the swearing in of to become a titan is that you marry the T, you marry the big building, and then his name would be Robin Titan. Oh, it's kind of like with this podcast. Exactly. Like how you you stop being a right when you become uh-huh. a podcaster. Yeah, I'm Jacob Podcaster Batman. <laughs> I'm Jacob na, 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 <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> no one can can find me. Anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it should have been because Damien was like raised by the League of Assassins, and Ra's al Ghul should have said, "You're an assassin." And he says, "No, I'm a Titan." Right. But they didn't care enough. Yeah. And they, yeah, so he just. Or I guess maybe what they were going for is they had that whole thing about how the Titans are like family. Right. And so th- this is making it not, it, this is turning the Titans into like a cult where like you have to renounce your family right. when you become a Titan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it's easy for uh, like Starfire and Raven. You know, Raven's yeah. dad's a demon. I don't like him anymore. I'm a yeah. Titan now. Robin has a dad, bad dad. Right. He has a mom, a bad mom. But, you know, you're young. You want to give him another chance. Blue Beetle has, like, an actual family who are... What's his family up to? What the I, fuck's their problem? I know that we saw them in some previous thing. Maybe it was Bad Blood? They, they were in something where he's, like, Skyping with them, and he's real sad. Oh, okay. he's not allowed to go see them anymore. <laughs> Because now he's a Titan. <laughs> I can't talk to you anymore. I'm a teen. <laughs> I'm a teen. Uh, Raven informs the Titan. No, wait. Uh, skipped over some things. They battle. Robin eventually defeats and kills Raza Ghoul. Overcoming her inner doubts and Trigon's telepathic attempts to dissuade her, Raven uses her powerful magic and her telepathic link to Trigon to re imprison him in a shard of the broken crystal. Raven informs the Titans that the shard must stay in hell and be watched always in case Trigon once again tries to break free. She puts herself forward as Trigon's keeper, but the Titans assure her that their home, that her home is with them. Back at Titans Tower, the group, now joined by Robin Cyborg, are lauded by the Justice League for saving Earth, and Raven has her father's crystal attached to her forehead for safekeeping, while Trigon sees with rage over his renewed imprisonment. They, this ends with like a close-up shot of like that crystal and Raven's forehead. Yeah, and we can hear Trigon being like, "Oh, you fucking bitch!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think Raven can hear that? I th- I think so. She's like That's psychic, awful. basically. Like, yeah, yeah. She's just like she's installed a comment section on her forehead. She's like made herself schizophrenic. Yeah, it's like schizophrenic, but it's real. Yeah, like there the are voices. voices. Yeah. <laughs> a really mean one. Yeah. 
but the voice is like yelling at her and telling her she's worthless and commanding her to do things that are like are there. Yeah. Seems like a bad way to go about it, but I mean, you know, it's her dad. Yeah. So she can she can put him in whatever home she wants. <laughs> it's all of our right. That's our right to do with our dad. Yeah, as we please. <laughs> I put my dad in the White House, and they, he's not the president. He's just living there. And, mm-hmm. They and got plenty of rooms. Yeah. People, yeah. no one wants to live there. Yeah. And uh, they tried to stop me. I said, "Look, he's my dad. This is mm. my right." As an American, uh, the dad clause. Yeah, dad. Dads are grandfathered in <laughs> to the dad clause. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the grandfather's not grandfathered in. No, no, you can you can't stop a grandfather. <laughs> grandfather Which is stop a grandfather? No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> grandfathers are unstoppable. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. That's why I'll never have kids. Yeah, because that right now I got the upper hand. Well, you can have kids once your dad dies. Yeah. That's when you're safe. So yeah. if I want to have kids in like the time frame that I want to have kids and I will have to murder my father. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know. Maybe maybe he could get real sick first. Fingers crossed. <laughs> 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 Thank God your dad doesn't listen to this. Of course not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God my dad doesn't listen to this. No, it's, yeah. Yelling into the void, baby. Yeah. Did I tell you what he, my dad said about... Uh, Pretty sure my dad. He, he, my dad says he listens to this. I don't believe. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> He'd be an insane person. Yeah. To every week, listen to his son be a pedophile <laughs> and yell about the Three Stooges, <laughs> whatever. Uh, let's talk about where Jason Nomara, who played Batman, is where he belongs on our big list. Oh, Batman! Jason Omar currently sitting at number seven on the list. He's Batman and Batman uh, versus Robin. Son of Batman and Justice League War. Oh, also, there's a sequel to this movie called Teen Titans: The Judas Contract that we will not be covering because Batman's not in it. Okay, I'm I'm vaguely interested. I'm, I'm I might wind up being like, all right, let's see what, the, what else they do with these here Titans. I've seen it. It's not bad. Okay, it it features uh, the final performance of George Clooney's cousin. What? George Clooney's cousin. Let me pull up his name. But he's a he's a voice actor. Um, uh, his name is uh, Michael M- Miguel Ferrer. He plays uh, Deathstroke, and he's George Clooney's uh, paternal cousin. Okay. Did he die or did he quit acting? He died. Okay. He died from throat cancer at the age of 61. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And uh, the Miguel O'Hara, the alter ego of Marvel Comics superhero Spider-Man 2099, was named after him. Oh. Nice. Yeah. That's nice of them. Nice legacy. Yeah. Not as good as George Clooney's legacy, (laughs) but it's fine. How many comic book characters named after George Clooney? Uh... Probably quite a few of them named George. <laughs> you think they're all named after George? Clooney? What other What other George are you gonna name him after? The, the King. That guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, he's not uh, of the jungle. Doubt it. It's probably Clooney. Could be. Definitely Could be. is. Definitively, all they're all after Mr. Clooney. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna let that. Let that let Let's sit. <laughs> Uh, Jason O'Hara 
Jason O'Mara. Jason, what is this guy's <laughs> name? Mara. Um, Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason O'Mara. Uh, let's go through the the criteria real quick. How's the car? We don't see the car. He has a plane has that a plane. is effective at exploding humans. Uh, right. Um, how's the costume? Fine. It's fine. the same as in the the other movies he's yeah. done. I think it's got that little the chin thing. Little chin thing. Yeah. Not as bad as in some of the others. Yeah. Um. Don't see his feet. No feet. Is he a good detective? Uh, I mean. He like tracks down some. Yeah, he like kind of figures out the motive yeah. of Dragon. He finds Raven. He finds Raven. He, yeah, he figures out that the ghosts leave when you beat the person up real bad. Yeah, <laughs> when you hit them with planes. And he's got that kryptonite ready to go for. Uh, True. For Superman. He's ready, ready to roll. Yeah. There was one shot in this. Uh, it was just real quick, and it was just kind of sloppy animation where um damien has like a, a kryptonite thing uh, and his, in his belt yeah and he, he puts it back it's like three times bigger than the pouch it, it, that that is also a problem but the, the the pouch has like a a flap on like the top that you'd think he would like open up and put it back but he puts it through the side of the pouch <laughs> <laughs> beautiful yeah makes sense on every level yeah um what am I? Is he good in a fight? He doesn't. I don't know if he throws a punch. I mean, he fights at the beginning of the movie, but he's in right. a coma for most of this movie. Yeah, he's not featured very heavily. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess they beat the Legion of Doom. Yeah. So I mean, um, gadgets. He's got. He's got his coma toxin. Coma toxin. Yeah. Important. Always yeah. got to have that. I think he's probably got some batarangs. Yeah, definitely threw a batarang or two. Um, not much outside of that. So he's at number seven right now between Peter Weller from The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2 and Sean Maher from Batman Bad Blood. Um, I don't know. I don't think he was... He wasn't great. He wasn't bad. Yeah. I don't know if it deserves a shuffle. Yeah, I I don't I definitely don't think he did anything to bump himself up. No, I don't. I just don't think he had a chance to do much. I don't think he had. A, there's anything so egregious that he needs to be lowered. I think I'm fine. Yeah, he didn't commit crimes or do any of the you know big big sins we have. No feet, no crimes. Yeah, <laughs> equally yeah, important. He's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend this movie? This was fine. This fine. This felt like I, I liked it a lot at at first, and then as it keeps going, it, it just kind of became another middle of the road, straight to DVD superhero movie. Yeah, uh, it's it's fine, but it's in in two weeks I'm gonna forget which one this is. Definitely, yeah. It's got a specific enough name, luckily, that I'll be like, oh, right, the one where they verse the Teen Titans. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's not memorable at all. Uh, I don't even know if that's going to help because there's, there's so many versus movies. True. Batman v. Superman, the mm. Batman versus Dracula, Batman versus Dracula. Mechs versus mutants. Movie. Yeah. Uh, the animals and aliens or something. I don't know. There's a lot of versus movies. I think I looked it up and there's like 
10 or 11. Batman versus Robin, Justice League versus Bizarro Justice League, Mechs versus Mutants, Justice League versus Teen Titans, Batman versus Two-Face, DC Superheroes versus Eagle Talon, Justice League versus The Fatal Five, Star Jenga 2, Super Betaman versus Majinga V. Uh, I think that's everything. Star Trek versus Batman. <laughs> How did uh, Star Jenga 2, Super Betaman versus Majinga V, that didn't end up in either of our bottom fives. There were, I think we were just confused by it mostly. I wasn't upset. I was, uh, the whole time I was just kind of like, what? I think it's a testament to like how bad some of the movies we've watched are that there's some horrible movies that we didn't even consider. No, we're not, not on the table. So much worse stuff available. I'll never forget the the scene of the uh, the weird tourist guy just eating an entire baguette in real time. That was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> that was great. That's really what kept it out of the bottom five. Also, yeah. <laughs> or that kid with the freckles that kept changing. <laughs> yeah, they moved. <laughs> yeah, and they got bigger. They got smaller. Some things they weren't there at all. Some things they were like the size of quarters. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's Justice League versus Teen Titans. Next week we're doing uh, another versus movie. We're doing well, assuming our our guest can. Can can make it. I haven't confirmed with her, but we're set to do Batman v Superman, a gay triple X parody. Woo! With uh, Rose Escondone coming back. Hey. Yeah, she's been bugging me forever to to do that movie, so we're finally gonna have her on and do that. I'm excited. Uh, is there anything else? We Jacob, what do you want to plug? Uh, check me out on Twitter at Colburn nine one eight. We still have unpaid spot out. There is a uh, Kickstarter uh, up there for it so check that out uh we're excited to you know get season two rolling yeah we're getting very close to our goal but we still need a couple hundred dollars more to to hit it uh so if you want to help us out we got some awesome prizes if you want to donate some money and even if you just want to give us a, a dollar every dollar uh really helps yeah oh and i'll be doing the the duck show at auto shrunken head on april 16th oh, so very fun. That's if you're a free great check it out uh, ricky, downs. ricky downs hilarious it'll be his birthday come yeah. check it out there's prizes good comics it'll be He's great on a few weeks ago ours. yeah one of the lego ones i think that sounds right lego um i don't know it was a few months ago yeah lego dc superheroes justice league another versus yeah versus bizarro justice league right yeah 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 uh, check out Dwarf on Golf. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Check out Dwarf on Golf. Yeah. That's my yeah. Plug. Check out that guy standing in a hole for half a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Check out Unpaid Spot on, on YouTube. That's our web series. And uh, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, that's it. Cream. Cream. <laughs>